0: Register at PackExpoInternational.com. You're listening to Unpacked with PMMI, where we share the latest packaging and processing industry insights, research, and innovations to help you advance your business. Hi, I'm Sean Riley, and welcome to another edition of Unpacked with PMMI. On today's episode, we talk with PMMI up-and-comer and and IT manager Ben Spencer about cybersecurity. I can hear you now. Oh no, another cybersecurity podcast. We get it. Don't open funny emails. I wish it was that simple. Ben is here to share how small and medium-sized manufacturing companies are now the companies hackers and bad actors target the most, as the stressed supply chain can become completely unhinged with just a few mass clicks. Obviously, the events unfolding in Ukraine only add to the concern for IT and OT professionals. Let's have a listen. So now, with all the fancy introductions out of the way, Ben, welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Sean. I'm really excited to be here. Oh, we're the ones that are excited to have you. Uh, we've watched you groan before our very eyes to be a... Uh, a featured speaker now at all of our Pack Expo events on uh, cybersecurity and things like that. So it's a it's a great thing to uh, be able to catch you before the show uh, next week and talk to you a little bit about cybersecurity. So let's say the majority of the population, regular people every day, have their you know different defenses for cybersecurity. But from a manufacturing standpoint, I guess to simplify it, why should manufacturers and the people working in manufacturing, be paying attention. What what makes it so important? In cybersecurity.
1: Well, you know, manufacturers are in such a unique situation, being such a large part of the supply chain. Um, it really puts a large target on their back. Um, I mean, they have all this equipment and machinery laying around the plant, and everything talks to the internet these days. That means that any malicious wrongdoer, hacker, whatever you want to call them, can reach any piece of equipment at any time and potentially take down your plant. I think it's especially relevant now with, uh, you know, the geopolitical events like the war going on with Russia and Ukraine. There's more state-sponsored cyber warfare than ever before. So everyone needs to be on high alert. Uh, I, have, I have a statistic here that kind of proves the point, and this is during COVID, for companies that were less than 1,000 employees, manufacturers made up about 40% of targeted attacks alone. So I, that's a
0: pretty big piece of the pie. Yeah, that's, that, that's a lot. So I guess, where, what what can the employee, what can the guy that's sitting in the cubicle that's not out on the plant floor, the other people that are working it, why is the cybersecurity training so important for them? They're not actually working on the machinery that's going to be involved in the processing and the packaging. So how, for this, us laymen out there, how does this all tie together? Well, that, that's a great question. Um, you know, the most successful
1: and the most historical cyber attack is actually the most simple um, <laughs> so, phishing attacks. So you say successful, like it's like, it's a good thing, but for a criminal, I guess, <laughs> no, no. Is. but yes, very, very bad thing. But uh, it is about, I, I want to say it's, it's in the 90 90th percentile for amount of cyber attacks are related to phishing. Um, now, whether it's phishing and it leads to something more serious like ransomware, which uh, I mean, Everyone has heard about ransomware at this point. I mean, you can think about the pipeline incident from last year. And that all starts from, you know, any employee opening or an attachment or clicking on a link that they shouldn't have and giving them access to their system. And then the hackers are able to jump to the system they want to be on and shut down whatever they want to corrupt whatever they want to, and really, you know, do some extensive damage. I mean, and it it's it's becoming more and more frequent. Uh, f- fishing rose over 200% during COVID, and it, it keeps climbing. So it's it's very, very important that everyone understands what
0: fishing is and what it looks like and how to stop it. And, and when you, like we're saying fishing, but even going back to, and maybe I'm wrong, but even the, you know, the famous Nigerian prince, you know, that wants you to send money. I mean, that is an example of phishing, no? Yeah, yeah, no, it it definitely is. And and ironically, uh, they saw, they saw a little bit of a comeback for that scam last time. Oh, good. (laughs) (laughs) It circled back for the people that hadn't heard about it. And it's it basically, and most people say, you know, at least from my, well, you know, that's crazy. Who would, who would ever give into that? But if they send it to a, you know, 500 million people and one person does it, you know, that's enough. So I, I get, I get the idea behind fishing. So I'm a manufacturer, I'm a listener, I'm, I'm, I'm back in the plan. I'm listening to this podcast and I'm thinking oh no we don't we don't do any of this like we don't have cybersecurity training we haven't really been up to speed on this what can the listeners do that don't have these type of trainings already in place
1: uh i think i think the best place to start is to go to it go to your it department go to whoever manages it and ask them what can you do if you don't have an it department go to operations or finance you know whoever oversees even just the most basic information technology part of the organization and ask about it. You know, even even if they don't feel comfortable putting together the security trainings themselves, there's great platforms that do it for a low cost. And you really want to ask yourself, is it worth training our employees for this low dollar amount? Or do we want eventually to our, our plant to be shut down and
0: us not be able to produce our product or do what we need to do and lose a bunch more money? Yeah. And how frequent, again, you're saying, you're noting, I get where you have the Nigerian things are going back apart um, and not to pick on Nigeria, but with this stuff changing every day and with new hackers coming on the scene and stuff like that, how often, you know, if we do the training three years ago, am am I good?
1: No, no, definitely not. I mean, even, even five years ago, people used to do once a year, an hour. That is not enough anymore. We, we recommend using uh, short videos, explaining a new topic monthly, bi-monthly. You know, it needs to be more frequent than a year. Even if that's just uh, one of your staff members giving a short presentation at your company all-hands meeting quarterly, uh, it just needs to be more often than a year. What we find is when it's just once a year employees take that hour-long training they take the quiz and then they forget about it after two months and that leaves you far far too unprotected for the rest of the year
0: yeah and even if you're reiterating the same things like i would just think keeping it front of mind like you said if they are the front line of defense you know just to keep it you know fresh in their minds is an important thing to do so we we're in packaging and processing and a lot of times we hear about IT, but we also hear about OT. So with the plants, if you could explain that a little bit, you know, who is responsible for what portion of cybersecurity, you know, whether it be on the plant floor or, you know, in the back office? You
1: know, I feel like it, the answer changes for every organization, but there's one thing that is consistent. You need to have the conversation. You need to lay out the responsibilities and you need to know what to do when that event happens. And I say when, because it will be when, it's not if, it's when. Right. Uh, and the time that you want to be figuring out what your responsibility is, isn't during a cyber event. It's, it's really, really important to lay out what needs to happen
0: beforehand. Okay, then let's say worst case scenario, or you said it's going to happen regardless, and hopefully you have protections in place, but let's walk through it. So in the event of a cyber attack, what, what am I doing?
1: Well, you can start with calling your in-house IT leader. You know, it it shouldn't matter if it's 8 a.m. on a Monday or 11 p.m. on a Saturday. They want to know as soon as possible because the the quicker you get your plan in motion, the amount of time you really save, the amount of money you really save. If you have a managed services provider, you want to call them too, perhaps your IT leader or uh our staff isn't picking up. It's also important to not be afraid to go out and get outside help. Uh, engaging you know, a third party to help identify the gap that was left to allow the cyber attack to happen is crucial to making sure it doesn't happen again. And they are specialists. I mean, outside help usually means that this is what they do every single week. And you're going to be more, way more likely to recover any data that might have been lost or recover money. And then also you you want to be able to alert the FBI or law enforcement. A lot of these attacks are the same attacks for other organizations. And you want to report it so that they are able to track where where these people are going and maybe predict where they're going to go next.
0: So that's interesting. It's just like if you were burglarized or something like that, you would call the police. That's that's probably something that people don't think about outside of. And I also wasn't thinking of the um, the getting outside help to kind of tell you how how they got in. That's that's another thing that I really hadn't thought of as as something to uh, to take into consideration after a cyber attack. OK, I mean, with all this, you know, great information that we got out of just this tease where next week is uh, PAC Expo East. It is March 21st through the 23rd at the Pennsylvania Convention Center in Philadelphia. And I know that you are going to be speaking there uh, a little longer on the topic. I think, will there be, there'll be, Q, you know, people will be able to ask questions and stuff like that. When's that taking place?
1: Uh, yeah. So it's going to be on Tuesday, March 22nd at one thirty in booth 1026. That's 1026. Uh, I'll be speaking for, I think, about 45 minutes, but more likely it'll be, you know, 25, 30 minutes of me speaking. And then we'll have, uh, you know, a good 15, 20 minute portion of, question answer Um, and I'll I'll definitely be hanging around the booth before and after for anyone who wants to ask any additional questions.
0: Awesome. Well, then I last thing I can do is just thank you for taking time out of your day to give us this little preview. Teach me a few things about cybersecurity and to uh, let people know where they can find you next week at Pack Expo East. So thanks again, Ben. Thanks, Sean. Please rate, review and subscribe. To do that, go to the iTunes podcast or Spotify app on your phone and search for Unpacked with PMMI.